How do you develop a compassionate heart for the lost people? That is what this episode is all about today. My name is Victor Olajesu, the DM coach, or you call me disciple making or disciple makers coach. Let me start by telling you the story of my life. I was growing up as a Christian. I had a strong passion and desire to reach the lost for the Lord Jesus Christ. I prayed, I fasted, I want to see them saved. But most of my outreach ministry, most of my reaching out to the lost people preaching the gospel, I see few people getting saved. I discovered something in my heart. that Truly, I want the people to be saved. But in my heart, I do not truly have a love for them. My heart did not like them. I, I, inside, inside of me, I didn't have a compassion for them. Inside of me, I, I didn't really love these people and uh, I want them to get saved. And, and, and this concerns me. I read books on uh, having compassion on the lost, uh, written by one of our great men of God in Nigeria. I prayed and fasted. It took me years of prayer and fasting, asking God to develop a compassion uh, in my heart for the lost people. And uh, over the years, I believe it. In answer to prayers, God gave me revelations and gave me understanding about what I'll be sharing with you today on how to develop a compassion for the lost people. In the book of Matthew chapter 9, if you begin to read from verse 36 to the last verse there, we saw the Bible spoke about Jesus Christ, that he had compassion on the multitude and uh, he saw them as sheep without shepherd. And he asked the disciples to pray that the Lord would send laborers to this harvest uh, field. This is a very important thing for us to know today. We're going to be learning exactly how did Jesus uh, develop this compassion. What did I learn from this life of our Lord Jesus Christ that you know can help you and I to also develop a compassionate heart for the Lord Jesus Christ? It's very important for you to develop a heart of compassion for the lost. Why? Because if you do not have compassion on the lost people, you will not be able to reach them for the Lord Jesus Christ. You may be preaching to them, you may live among them, you may be with them, but you cannot have fruit among them. Why? Because you do not truly have compassion on them. I discovered that people that you don't have passion for, you don't have compassion for, you cannot win for Christ. If you are ministry healing to people, if you don't really have compassion on the sick, you cannot heal that sick person. If somebody is oppressed of the devil and coming around you, if you don't have compassion in your heart for such a person, you may not be able to set that person free. It's like the power of the Holy Ghost flow through us through compassion in our heart. When there is compassion in your heart, you can experience the flow of God's power in a great and mighty way. So today, I'll be showing you three things that you do to develop a compassionate heart. But before I tell you that, I remember a story of a pastor that was posted to a church. He pastored that church for some years and this church was actually planted among the Muslims. And for the number of years he was there, he never had a Muslim cover. And this is a challenge. And why? Because he never loved them, he never liked them. He didn't see them as people that could be saved. They see them as people that I see them as enemies and people that God should punish or God should judge or God should put down in one way or the other. But the leaders of the church posted him out and another pastor was posted there. Within two years, this new pastor has had several Muslim converts. 
What is the difference? The difference is the state of their heart. One of them had a compassion for those Muslims. And because of that compassion, he was able to express the power of the Holy Ghost that bring Muslims to Christ. The other didn't have compassion on them. And because of that, he hindered the flow of the Holy Ghost in his life to save and get those people saved. At the end of the day, you realize that the work of God, conversion of souls, is not being hindered by the devil. It's being hindered by Christians themselves who do not have compassion for the lost and who do not take steps to reaching out the lost for the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what happens, I challenge you take a step to develop a compassion for the lost and reach out to them and let the power of the Holy Ghost flow through you and then you're going to have fruit among them. So what I'll be sharing with you today, I believe is going to show you, is going to teach you, is going to encourage you to develop a compassionate heart for the Lord Jesus Christ. So the first thing that you have to do in order to develop this passionate and compassionate heart for the lost is that you should stop, stop seeing their fault. Number one, stop seeing their fault. In that book of Matthew, the Bible says Jesus saw the multitude. He had compassion on them because he saw them as sheep without shepherd. There was no record in that place where the Bible says Jesus saw their fault. And I'm very sure those multitudes that Jesus saw are multitudes of sinners, a multitude of people who are not doing right. There are multitudes of people like prostitutes, there are multitudes of, uh, you know, all sorts of sins in their life. But Jesus wasn't seeing their fault. He wasn't seeing their fault. There's no place we saw where Jesus saw their fault. And this has been the life of our Lord Jesus Christ through the scripture and the Bible. For instance, there was a woman caught by the Pharisees in the act of adultery. And she was brought to Jesus Christ. And they told Jesus she was brought to the heart. She was caught in the act of adultery. And we want to stone her to death because the Lord said we should stone her to death. She deserved to die. And Jesus Christ checkmated them on that day, telling them that anyone of them that doesn't have a sin, let him be the first to stone that woman. And then you know what happened? All of them left, and the woman was left alone with Jesus. And Jesus has the woman, where are those that accuses you or condemn you? And the woman said, I, I didn't see them. And Jesus said, I'm not condemning you either. But I'm telling you, go and see no more. Now Jesus had compassion on that woman. But those Pharisees, did they have compassion on that woman? The Pharisees, the way they see that woman is different from the way Jesus see that woman. They saw her fault. Jesus saw her needs. Jesus saw a different thing entirely. Jesus wasn't seeing the fault of that woman. And Jesus did not condemn her. He didn't even mention anything of her fault. Just said, look, you're forgiven. Go and sin no man. Though the Bible didn't give us record, I'm very sure that that woman will go ahead and become one of the disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because she had obtained mercy and she experienced grace that day. You know that bring about forgiveness of sin. So, check your heart right now. When you look at lost people, when you look at people, you know who have done you wrong, who have done the church wrong. When you hear about Boko Haram, the ISIS, when you hear about those persecutors and killing Christians everywhere. When you look at the lost people around you, when you see somebody as a husband snatcher, and then you are a woman. Now, what do you feel in your heart towards such kind of person? Do you feel compassion? Does your heart have compassion? Your heart condemns or your heart judges those people? Now, if your heart judges those people, you cannot reach them for Christ. Then something is wrong. You must begin to work on your heart immediately and then let your heart develop a compassion for these lost people. So, the first thing you must tell your heart and you must tell yourself is to stop saying their fault. Stop saying their fault. That's the first step. So, the second thing that will help you develop a compassionate heart for the lost is start saying their needs. 
start seeing their needs stop seeing their fault number two start seeing their needs you know in that matthew chapter 9 the bible said that jesus saw the multitude he had compassion on them and you know what happened he said he saw them as sheep without shepherd no jesus didn't see their fault he saw their need and what is their need he said they are sheep without shepherd they are sheep without shepherd that is exactly the needs of those people and jesus saw this need and that need that jesus saw moved him into compassion you know several in the bible we saw you know you know, you know, we saw examples of this in the life of Jesus. We saw examples of this in the life of Stephen. You know, Stephen was there at the point of being stoned to death. He didn't see the fault of the people. He saw their need. And what happened, the compassionate heart cry of Stephen to God was that, Oh God, do not count these sins against them. And because of this, you know what resulted after a revival broke out? People like Saul, who was there and was leading the killing of uh, Stephen, was even converted and became a mighty missionary. Jesus, while being crucified on the cross, the whole thing that could come out of his mouth was from his compassionate heart, and he said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. This is exactly the examples of what it is. So when we see lost people, it must be compassion that must come in our heart towards them, or else we will not be able to bear fruit among them. So what do you see? Do you see their need? Now begin to see their need from today. You know, tell your heart to stop seeing their fault and stop seeing their need. You know, look at, let me tell you, those people are like the way they are, they are doing what they are doing because they don't have the shepherd in their life. Because they don't have Jesus Christ in their life. Because Jesus Christ is not their Lord because the kingdom of God has not come into their life. When the kingdom of God comes into their life, I'm telling you that they could even become better than you. Look at what happened to Saul after the kingdom of God came into his life, the murderer became a lifesaver. He became the hero of the church of our Lord Jesus Christ that he persecuted in the life in the time past. So develop a heart that is compassionate. Develop a heart that is compassionate. And the second way to do it, as I've told you right now, is to start seeing the need of these people. See their need. When you see their need and you realize that what they need, you have it inside of you. You have the gift to meet that need in you. You develop a passion to reach out to them. So that's the number two thing. To do and number three things to do in order to develop a compassionate heart is start blessing them in your prayers. Start blessing these lost people, start blessing these unbelievers, start blessing these Fulani, start blessing these Canaries, start blessing these Zambara people, start blessing these people in the Asia, in the Asia countries, start blessing these India, start blessing these Chinese people, start blessing these people that are here to come to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ instead of cursing them. Start blessing these terrorists in your prayers. Speak blessings upon them. Speak the blessing of God. Jesus said that bless them that curse you. Bless them that persecute you. Why is Jesus saying this? Because that is the way the power of God could be released to save them. You know, Jesus in that book of Matthew chapter 9, when he saw the multitude, he had compassion on them. He told the disciples to pray. He said, pray the Lord of heaven to send laborers to the harvest field. Prayer is a key. Prayer is one thing. When you pray for the lost people, it, de- it develops a spiritual atmosphere in you that connects you with them and then that helps you to be able to reach them and bear fruit among them. Pray. Pray for these lost people. Pray for their salvation. Pray for, the, for, 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 for their eyes to be open. Pray for them. Pray and bless them. Bless them. Bless them in your prayers. Bless them in your prayers. You know, I told you the other time, Jesus prayed on the cross. He blessed the people. He prayed for them. You know, Jesus, Stephen prayed for the lost people in his own days. He didn't cast them. He prayed for them. And that is why we can have fruit among them. 
Don't let the persecution that is going around right now affect your heart. It's devil's strategy to kick compassion in your heart. Now begin to pray in your prayer. Bless these lost people around you. And then you begin to see that you begin to experience revival and see fruit among them. So these three things, I'm very sure. Practice in my life and help me could help you also. Don't forget, if you are going to develop a compassionate heart for the lost, number one, stop seeing their fault. Number two, start seeing their need. And number three, start blessing them in your prayer. I round up by telling you about Jesus Christ. See, Jesus Christ was moving around and he saw this Samaritan woman. And this Samaritan woman was people that every other Jewish people could have avoided, but Jesus didn't avoid this woman. Why? I believe that Jesus saw this woman differently. Jesus saw her need and wasn't seeing her fault. And Jesus engaged her in a talk. And then you see what? Jesus had fruit that day. Not only that, that Samaritan woman was converted, became a follower of Jesus. She was able to even bring so many people of her like. And then for two days, Jesus reasoned with them, stayed with them, heard with them. And then they became true disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you want to have fruit in your disciple making ministry? I want you to develop a compassion for the lost. I used to tell a story of one of my pastor friends that came to me one day and started complaining about a lady on, on the street that used to dress in a very bad way in the side. So she complained and talked bad about this lady and girl. And one day I rebuked him and said, Pastor, your church and you, you are on that street because of that girl. Stop seeing the fault of this girl. Do you really know her name? She needs Jesus in her life and that's why you are there. Have you ever spoken to her before? I never knew that uh, challenge touched my pastor friend. Two weeks after he came back to me and told me that he did exactly what I told him to do. He walked up to this girl and spoke with her. So while he was speaking with this girl, he said the lady burst into tears and started crying weeping that she never knew that somebody could ever care for her life anymore in this world. To cut a very long story short, the pastor told me that that day, that lady gave her life to Jesus Christ and became a member of that church. She became a disciple of Jesus Christ. Can you imagine what will be missing out? Because we are seeing differently. Because we have not trained our heart to have compassion the lost. That is one of the reasons why we are not bearing fruit in our evangelism and disciple making ministry. So today I challenge you. Start this morning. Start right now. You know, every time and every day, open your mouth and do affirmation and make declare and make confessions. I love the fullness. I love these canaries. I love these lost people. I bless them in the name of Jesus. You know, say it over and over and over and over again to yourself. I am blessing them. I am loving them. I am reaching out to them. I am releasing the blessing of God upon them. I am releasing the peace of God upon these lost people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The more you do this every day, the more your heart grows and develop compassion for them. I pray that the Almighty God will help you and see you through and help you to be abundant fruit in your disciple-making ministry. So once again, my name is Victor Olajis. You know, I want you to follow this, my podcast, in order for you to receive even new podcasts about disciple-making. It is time for us to take Christ to billions and I am willing to show you how to coach you how to reach out to billions of people starting from your environment and your community. Contact me anytime, anywhere on different kind of social media and follow this, my podcast, to receive more from me. It's Victor Olajesu, the Disciple Makers Coach. Sign out.